What is happening, my people? My name is Brad Ward. This is All Eyes on Cleveland. Today is August 18th, the year 2021. This is a special Browns training camp breakdown edition. Uh, a quick hitter edition tonight. We had a show scheduled with the Emmy award-winning Ken Rogers, showrunner for Hard Knocks. Uh, VP of NFL Films. That has been rescheduled till tomorrow, so you can catch that show in its full length tomorrow with Ken Rogers. We will still have him on, but uh, he had some uh, scheduling conflict, and we rescheduled that for tomorrow. So you're stuck with me for tonight uh, alone, real quickly, hitting on just a couple Browns topics that have come up today. Before I go any further, I do want to send a huge shout-out and thanks to uh, the one and only Nick Farmer. Nick is the first member uh, of the All Eyes on Cleveland uh, membership. Uh, he uh, went ahead and became the first member, and we just want to say thank you so much, Nick, for that. And you can do that uh, just like Nick did at uh, alleyesoncleveland.com or in the description below in the video here where it says uh, support all eyes on cleveland and everything that we're doing by becoming a member so big shout out to nick for that and thank you so much we appreciate your support greatly nick um so let's hit on some things that happened today uh you know grant delpit goes to the podium uh to meet with the press uh which then uh becomes quickly uh something of you know not great uh you know not a great trip as, as he goes to the press uh delpit here real quickly we'll hit on some tweets delpit says um he sums up his philosophy of camp that the main thing getting through camp is getting through camp healthy i know people might be frustrated that we're not out there practicing one day but the main goal is getting ready for week one against kansas city yes it is grant and then uh, Grant Delpit, and here he is in camp. And then, uh, no, as Grant Delpit, Delpit is not on the field, reports Nate Ulrich. Uh, left practice earlier, left tackle Jedrick Wills watching from the sideline instead of practicing after limping around earlier. Uh, guard Michael Dunn added to the list of players who worked out off to the side instead of practicing. Schwartz back in with the team. And then we find out that uh, what happened was, as you can see here from Mary Kay Cabot, uh, Grant Delpit back out uh, on the field uh, since he walked, uh, haven't seen Brown's Grant Delpit, pardon me, back out on the field since he walked in with the trainer about 20 minutes ago. He left after trying to cover uh, Davion Davis on a deep ball. Um, has been battling a hamstring, and then it's confirmed from the team later, unfortunate Grant Delbert to aggravate the hamstring today, has missed two weeks with it. So, you know, not great. So Delbert speaks to the media, talks about his health. Uh, there was a lot of bravado there. There's no ifs about if I'm going to be part of this, this, that, and the other. He goes out there guarding Davion Davis on a deep ball, and he missed 13 days, I believe, uh, 12 or 13 days, two weeks basically, um, with the hamstring. Uh, going into yesterday, which was his first day back, he had only had nine team reps with the team 
and then he re-aggravates the hamstring immediately today. Very frustrating situation with Delpit. Browns fans are dying to see him out there. Um, you know, we know the talent that he can be. The Achilles, the hamstring, now another re-aggravates the same hamstring. Just a tough break for him. Uh, a tough break for the Browns. Don't, here's what I would say about Delpit. Don't overreact. It's not the end of the world. There, this is the reason that they went out and got John Johnson. John Johnson was not brought in here just, you know, for, hey, you know, we really like this guy. Yeah, they do. They love him. Who doesn't love John Johnson? He's a, He is a phenomenal football player. But the Browns went out and got him as insurance in case something like this happened. Or we didn't know, hey, you can't count on Delpit to be ready. We don't know with the injury. We cannot count on him to be ready. They knew that. They went out and got a phenomenal football player in John Johnson, and he is terrific. And he will make whoever is back there with him, hopefully Ronnie Harrison, at safety, better. He will cover that back end better than anybody potentially in the league. So they got a top, top flight guy in John Johnson. There is no reason to panic about Grant Delpit's injury today. Uh, Pardon me. Um, and I just wanted to just just say that. It's unfortunate for Grant, but the Browns by, by no means does this ruin their plans defensively. It would great be great to have him out there. It would be great for Joe Woods to be able to implement that dime look that he talked about. That's fine. But from what we saw from JOK, Richie LeCount, the, the arrow is still pointing up and bright green and everything is fine because John Johnson just makes everything okay back there plus Ronnie Harrison let's you know knock on something he stays healthy and everything will be cool back there uh the other thing that came out of practice today and I just wanted to hit on quickly here on all eyes on Cleveland once again I'm Brad Ward hit the like button hit subscribe uh all eyes on Cleveland we'll be back tomorrow with our hard knocks insider episode and uh we will be covering the joint practices with the giants which start tomorrow and will be huge for this roster but i wanted to take a look at some of the news that that jake trotter reported today was that uh davion davis getting reps with the ones at wide receiver sure odell's not out there but demetric felton played fabulous on saturday night um, you've got Schwartz, who you got to think is probably going to make this roster despite his injury concerns. He's a hot, you know, with his draft pick and the speed that they invested in him and the work that they've invested in him, you got to think that he's going to be on this roster somehow. So how does this roster shape out when you're looking at the 53? I have a kind of moving, fluctuating 53. This is what mine looks like now with Davion Davis on the outside, but say you were going to try to plug him in. And, and I and I, there's a couple things I should change on here, but I'm going to go ahead and bring it up anyways. Mikey, go ahead and bring up bring up the... Uh, there we are. So I, I work on this, and, and this is, you know, you can see this anytime uh, if you are a member at All Eyes on Cleveland. Uh, but this is my 53 were... It to end today, um, and I have to at 24 on offense, 
26 on defense. And after evaluating what we saw, that gives you 50, and then you get the three down here, the kicker, punter, long snapper. I should have changed this right here, Cody Parkey, as uh, I have uh, uh, McLaughlin, and I don't know how to spell his name, but I'm just going to put M for now. But McLaughlin is going to be my guy in there, kicker. Uh, I do not have Cardi, Cody Parkey there anymore, so that's interesting. Uh, but from what we saw, let's look real quick at the interior defensive line. We know we got Malik Jackson and Andrew Billings. My guy is Sheldon Day. I think he is the next guy in line in that rotation. I think Tommy Togiai will be on this team, and Jordy, Jordan Elliott would be on this team at this point. But I have them carrying five of those guys because nobody has really jumped up and jumped in taking this rotation. Now, this can change throughout the year. At safety, with what happened today with Delpit down um, and not knowing when he's going to be back, I have Richard LeCount over Sheldrick Redwine, and I have Javante Moffitt, who may even be over Richard LeCount, but both of those guys on the roster. My one, two, three, starting four corners, Denzel Ward, Troy Hill, uh, Greg Newsom, starting opposite Denzel, Greedy Williams, then A.J. Green. So that gives you f 10 cornerbacks, which is pretty standard, but five safeties and five corners. Uh, excuse me, Robert Jackson. Uh, that is, I'm going to take off of there, actually. So we'll get rid of Robert, and uh, that would take us down to, uh, by adding Javante Moffitt there and taking him away, I added Moffitt before I came on here, so that would get this to 26. And let's make sure on that. That's uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, uh, 12 plus 11 plus uh, it's 25. All right, so we got 25 on the defense with this. And there's one change I wanted to make to the offense today. From what we saw the other night, we have Felton here. Um, I'm going to actually keep Felton, obviously, on the team. But I, I, I think Dearness Johnson doesn't seem to be going anywhere like I thought he would. Uh, and they're probably going to put Felton at wide receiver. I'm going to take Hodge out and put Felton in. Let's just say that. Say Felton makes the team and they say they're going to keep Dearness Johnson, which is what I would say at this point. I think Hodge is the odd man out. So we'll just write him up here, okay? Uh, just to keep him in mind. Now just kind of think about the fact that they are giving Davion Davis first team reps. He looked tremendous, right? He looked absolutely tremendous uh, in that... Um, game on Saturday night, and now they're giving him first-team reps in practice. Um, what do we got here? We got 10, 10, 24. We got room for one more guy on on this team as this stands right here. So you've got Higgins, Schwartz, Landry, Beckham, Peoples, Jones, and Felton. Harrison Bryant, Njoku, Hooper, Conklin, Hubbard, Wyatt Teller, Dunn backing him up, Treader, Nick Harris, Batonio, Forbes, Wills, James Hudson. Hans is in the mix here, but if he's in, 
I think if Hans is in on the roster, I think Drew Forbes is out. So keep that in mind. Baker Mayfield, Case Keenum, running back room looks like Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson. I am not 100% sold on Dearness Johnson making this roster. I have him in now because of what we've seen. But we heard, we heard Coach um, Stefanski talk about getting Demetric Felton carries. If Felton shows he can tote the rock between the tackles, do you really need to carry Dearness Johnson on the roster? If Nick Chubb, knock on wood again, or Kareem Hunt got dinged, could you go to Felton between the tackles? Probably. Could you save a roster spot there? Probably. So, these guys are going to be around practice squad, whatever. But if we're talking the 53 right now, I have Dearness Johnson in from what we saw. Could he get pushed out? Maybe. But what we saw from Felton was so dynamic at wide receiver, he could be a legit guy like, hey, we're, this is going to be one of our slot wide receivers we're going to use a ton. And maybe not so much as this third running back plus Dearness Johnson brings some things to special teams, which is always a factor. So if it comes down to Davion Davis and Kadero Hodge, for this last spot, who makes it right now? I'd sure as hell rather have Davion Davis on the roster. I would. Now, we know they love Kadero Hodge. We know this this coaching staff in front office loves some Kadero Hodge. He run blocks. He's excellent on special teams. But Davion Davis getting first team reps today. Something to pay attention to. As you look at how the 53 breaks down, I mean, he could squeeze in at 53. It's not it's not crazy to think that they would carry, let's call it, this would be your sixth wide receiver, Hodge on the outs, dropped a catchable touchdown on Saturday night, hit him right in the hands. Davion Davis went up and caught a touchdown. I mean, getting first-team reps today in practice? Maybe there's some interest in keeping him around. He surely looks like a talent. He goes back to Minnesota, where he, he was on the practice squad with Kevin Stefanski. He got the call because of his relationship with Kevin Stefanski. So as we look at this, I mean... I think he has a shot to make the roster. So if you say six wide receivers, we'll call Felton the flex, three running backs. It's a lot of position players is the thing right there. But it fits. That would be 26 up top. Pardon me, 25 up top and 25 below. If you had Davion Davis in. And that's how I'm going to leave it for today. Davion Davis in... As your, I guess you could call it your seventh wide receiver, but really you would call Felton your flex, right? Davis in, Bryant in, Hans on the outside looking in, Hodge on the outside looking in, Schwartz I have in, Dearness Johnson I have in. That's 25 on offense, 25 on defense with Elliott, Javante Moffitt, 
is your 10th, in my opinion, or Richie LeCount is your 10th defensive back, five corners, five safeties. And I think they need the extra help here. Jordan Elliott. One surprise that you probably see on here, and you're probably like, Brad, what the hell? I have Joe Jackson as the other edge. When I went back and watched the game on Saturday night, and, and we're looking for somebody to jump off the tape, off the page, to fill the edge spot. Notice there's no Tack McKinley on here, because right now I had him on here up until today. I I just I hope that, that Tack comes back. It would be a huge boost for this defense to have Tack McKinley on there. But I just don't think we can count on him to be here at this point. I just don't think we can count on Tack McKinley to be on the 53 at this point. No timetable under the personal tag. It's very ominous, and we don't know when he's going to be back. So, And from what I saw on Saturday night, Joe Jackson was much more productive off the edge than Cameron Malveaux was. And I thought he played much better than Weaver, Curtis Weaver. Curtis Weaver was rather disappointing to me. Um, We heard all that talk about his NFL body and all that, and I did not see that at all. But we'll see. They'll get more chances at this. This is a fluid situation. But I thought Joe Jackson, right now, with no Tack McKinley, would be the fourth edge after Porter Gustin. Uh, I don't know. Malik Jackson may be able to kick outside at times. I don't know. Joe Jackson's a big boy, but he was getting off the edge, right? My concern, I've I've, been, I've talked about my concern here on the edge, that if Clowney were to miss time or get dinged or, or Miles, that Porter Gustin and the other guy and these two may not be able to produce pressure with just the four up front. These four certainly can. Or throw Sheldon Day up there because I'm not convinced that he's not a starter over Billings right now. Sheldon Day is my guy right now. I think he's in. He got the starter treatment on Saturday night. He played, let's see. Let's see here. Can we get uh, reps? There's, There's the Chub Crunch. Here's the unofficial depth chart. Where are we at? Here we are. Sorry about that. All over the place. Lots of shows, lots of data, lots of stuff up here. Uh, Final defensive statistics. But if you look at... um, These are the uh, offense and defensive playtime percentage from Saturday night. Moffitt played 51 snaps. Owosu Koromo, 47. Elijah Benton, 46. Robert Jackson, 45. Picked on a ton. Uh, and then these are their snaps that they played on special teams in the far column out here. But you see, if you go up here, Cameron Malveaux, 28 snaps. Uh, Marvin Wilson, 26. Jacob Phillips, 23. McKnight, Allen, 20 into the 20s. Taki Taki. Williams and Newsom each played 18. But right here, Sheldon Day, 13 snaps. And then they sat him down. And in those 13 snaps, he had a sack, a tackle for a loss, 
tackle for a seven-yard loss and a forced fumble. 13 snaps? That's, snar that's the starter treatment. That's what Billings got. Starter treatment. 10-plus snaps, no more than 15. Sit down, have, have a good night. Porter Gustin got the same, even though he's not a starter, but he was that night. Mac Wilson got hurt. Uh, Damian Square. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Damian. But did not play a whole ton in a game that he probably should have played a lot of snaps if he wants to make this team. So, um, Blake Hans, 34 snaps, Drew Forbes, 29. Something to keep an eye on there as I think those two are going toe-to-toe -to -toe maybe for a roster spot as well. A worthwhile exercise, I think, uh, to stay up on our roster here. And uh, that's where I'm at with things. Couple surprises, Joe Jackson. Let's go back to that real quick. How many did Joe Jackson play? I thought he was quite good when he was in there. Joe Jackson played 34 snaps. Malvo played 28. Between those two, if there is no if there is no Tack McKinley, it's between those two for that edge spot. Opposite Porter Gustin. And Curtis Weaver, of course, which I don't really think is ready, to be honest. That should wrap things up. Just to give you an idea, you know, with the news that Davion Davis got those first team reps, I'm sliding him in right here to the 53. I have Dearness Johnson in. Last week he was out. I have Javante Moffitt in. I have Joe Jackson in. I have Sheldon Day in. Jordan Elliott on the edge. Togiai on the edge. These guys need to show something, ladies and gentlemen. They need to show something. A good exercise here uh, as we look at the back end of that 53 that will churn. Now, one thing that you need to remember about this 53 before we get out of here tonight is that um, is that uh, there, there will be guys cut and I started to look at some of these guys like um, and the list that they come up with are, are aren't always so plugged in like you can go I can show you what I'm talking about real quickly I guess we have time for that um, real quickly here let's look at um, do I have it no I don't have it up but I was looking at 53 man rosters here here's like the Eagles for example but like uh Bleacher Report has the best player on every roster to get that'll potentially be cut. And you can kind of scour these for guys like, oh, yeah. Well, you got to check the dates on them, first of all. This one is rather old because the first one that jumps off to your the page to you here is, and I'll show you in a second, uh, is uh, Mario Addison, defensive end. Buffalo Bills, you're like, oh, you know, they did. They drafted Rousseau. They dra drafted uh, Boogie Basham. 
Well, they also restructured his contract um, as well. Uh, so the fact that they restructured his contract and didn't cut him probably means he's going to make the 53, and I wouldn't be putting him. I mean, they got like I, Brandon Williams, uh, the Ravens. I, I doubt he's a cut uh, candidate. Uh, you know, Joe Hayden certainly is not, uh, I don't think, at this point. So some of these are out there. This guy, Taven Bryant, you're going to see his name a lot. He was a first-round pick by the Jaguars. He has been a total bust in 2018 uh, he's been a total bust for them but he's an interior defensive line guy the browns have enough of those guys they have enough of guys that that have talent in that room to fill it out it's just a matter of guys going to get it and here they have the cleveland browns with jojo natson who more than likely is on the outside uh looking in i i, I would say uh so that one might be a little more accurate but you look at some of these and then uh let's see is there another one up here Nope, that's it. I was just kind of looking here. Yeah, here we are. Prominent NFL players who could be cut uh, after training camp. This is Yard Barker. Uh, Tavon Austin had a good game. There's Tavon, Tavon Bryan again. But none of these guys really of interest to the Browns. Ronnie Harrison, just silliness. Why would the Browns cut him? I mean, they're not going to cut Haskins. Silliness. Jordan Hicks, maybe. Uh, he probably is depth for them, but they did bring in Zayvon Collins in the draft. Jordan Howard, running back Eagles, Alan Hearns, Mark Ingram, Tony Jefferson made it very clear he won't play for the Browns. Or in the past he said that, right? Did not want to be a part of the Browns. Maybe he would now that he's seen things change. The tide has changed. Desmond Trufant, uh, not a sure thing to break camp with the Bears, they say. So some of those may be true. Nate Soldier, offensive tackle. None of these guys are really interested to the Browns. But... Interesting to keep your eye on some of these lists. Uh, more accurately, if you're looking for guys, you, you kind of go to team coverage, um, and you can get, like, their 53 and guys that are on the outside potentially looking in. So if you wanted to look at safeties, right, maybe the Browns need some safety depth, you could look at, hey, the Patriots, who's, who's the safety that's going to be the odd man out for them uh, as of right now? Uh, it looks like uh, the odd man out would be Cody Davis at safety. Adrian Colbert already cut. So uh, there's a couple guys. Colbert, a couple guys there. And, and you can do that with multiple teams. Here's the Eagles one at safety. Their guy, odd man out right now, would be Elijah Riley. So you can then look up and see what, what's up with Elijah Riley. Is he going to make the team or not? Is he a worthwhile look for the Browns? That's kind of the process I go about if I'm checking the uh, the cut bubble more than looking at these lists, which sometimes are just trendy names and don't really mean a whole lot. So just throwing that out there. Um while we were doing this uh, little show today. And uh, you got to look at my 53. Uh, that will always be up for members uh, at alleyesoncleveland.com. Some exclusive content there. Thank you for watching All Eyes on Cleveland tonight with a little short version uh, addressing the Delpit situation. Don't panic. You've got John Johnson back there. That's the reason they went out and got him. Stefanski will not panic. Joe Woods will not panic. Um... But you're probably looking at another two weeks, if not longer. 
I hope it's better than that for Delbit. But uh, the Davion Davis development of him taking first-team reps today per Jake Trotter of ESPN, I thought was worth a look and seeing how he fits into that 53. I certainly think he has more potential in that room going forward than Hodge does. Hodge, great run blocker, great special teams player. The regime loves them. They do. Made great catches last year. But talent-wise, Davion Davis definitely flashed his talent on Saturday and obviously is showing things in practice as well. So taking a look at that 53, and you saw some of the things that I have on there and why I have those guys on that 53. Interior defensive line, edge, some places that things could get moved around here as we move forward. Each game and these two practices against the Giants will be huge for those players uh, that are right on that bubble that we went over. Thank you for watching All Eyes on Cleveland. Go to alleyesoncleveland.com and subscribe or go down below. Uh, or not subscribe. Become a member or go down below and hit the link uh, to become a member just like uh, we did. Uh, I showed you earlier as we have our very first uh, member on here and uh, are on the website there and uh, the website's tight go check it out you can leave um, voicemails and I'll play those on the air and you can get all of our episodes there as well video and audio uh, any of your podcast platforms they're all there for you to check out so the, the podcast is tight all eyes on cleveland.com uh, hit the like button hit subscribe hit the notification bell so you know every time we're coming out with new content here at all eyes on cleveland hope you enjoyed tonight's quick hitter on the 53 on the delbit news on the davion davis news tomorrow emmy award-winning ken rogers showrunner of hard knocks from since it started till this year he is an incredible interview i've had him on every year that we've done the show all the way back to when it, this show well it was a different show me and scott had the brown scout podcast some of you have been with me since then Remember that we had Ken had Ken on every year, and he was he was back. He was on on us with that year with the Jarvis Landry contagious on Hard Knocks, the the famous contagious speech, the Freddie Kitchens and uh, Todd Haley calling out Hughes, the bus driver speech, and all that stuff. We had him on that year. We had him on last year, which is really interesting, and we're gonna get into some of that as we had him on at the beginning of the season. And then what a season it was with the global pandemic. And they were able to put together a hell of a show covering two teams in Los Angeles last year. We'll talk about that and this year's uh, season. If you've been watching, make sure you tune in as they're covering the Dallas Cowboys, which is always interesting. Incredibly interesting stuff in the first and second episode already. Um, and I'm glad that we're getting him uh, on tomorrow. Just a little reschedule there. We're all good. We're all good. Troy Hill. They're all eyes on Cleveland. We here. Yeah. And with that, uh, big thanks to Mikey on the ones and twos behind the virtual glass. My name is Brad Ward. Keep coming back. Go Browns. We are out.